<laughs> Welcome to Hollywood's Haunted the Podcast. The Not podcast. just a podcast, the podcast. The only one. Our hosts today are me, Patrick, and Tia. Me. What's up? And we are actually going to be, this is our first uh, miniature episode. I was going to call it mini-sode, but that one's taken. That's taken. That one's taken. My favorite murder. We love you guys. Uh, Promote the F out of us. Please, Uh, because they're way (laughs) better than us. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so welcome to Hollywood's Haunted, where we discuss everything death, murder, Hollywood-related. But yeah, today we're going to be interviewing... Micah the Magician. Woo! Woo! Actual, his actual last name is, is not Magician. It's Cover, I discovered recently. But his middle name is actually The. It is. Yeah. Micah the Cover. Oh, Ma- <laughs> Micah the Cover. Ah. Yeah. He was a blanket when he was What young. is your middle name? <clears throat> not- it, is Powell, it is Powell, like uh, Colin. Colin Powell. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say like William Powell, who's like one of my favorite actors. Um, there you go. I, I should have gone with that. What yeah. was wrong with me? William, yeah, William Powell, there you Powell. go. <laughs> I have not been able to finish the Thin Man series because I try to drink as much as... Oh, my God. Damn it. Oh, my fucking God. We're, Sorry. We're, pick, we're picking up our cat. Our cat is using the litter box the right mic. now, and you can hear it. She's all throwing litter. God. Oh, PJ, you've buried it. It's good. Oh, my God. Oh can my you God. hear Please that? Please leave this in. <laughs> right, yeah. Please Hold on. Pause this. for... If you guys want to let your cats take a shit at home, go ahead and do that. Okay, all right. Back to... The- <laughs> um, guys, I am so lucky to be a part of this. I just, I feel, you we're, guys are artists. We are just professionals. Just to make it clear, you guys really. are artists. It's, it's really oh, what it comes God. down to. I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, what the hell were we talking about before PJ took a shit on this episode? Micah's middle name is Powell. Oh, yeah. And- that, I can't believe we went that deep right away. Um, I'm excited to learn about you because I've been friends with you for... A really long time and i feel like you might yeah. know a lot about me but i feel like i don't know very much about you um mike is very secretive you know it's or, not it's not just the magic trick it's yeah. not just the magic tricks it's true <laughs> <laughs> I, I i did not realize i was that secretive no um, it's okay that's okay yeah, you don't have to yeah i i think it's been it has been half a decade that i that i've known you guys really yeah, maybe. So, what was it? It's the prom, correct? You can't yes, just... when was yeah. that? Um, I don't know. That, that the is, 80s. That is a good question. Um, the 80s. 80s. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. No. Uh, for our listeners, we uh, did a play, an immersive play, uh, a while back, and this crazy dude came in out of nowhere and <laughs> kind of stole the show. Um, but it was badass. It was a, it was a good, good, uh, good set. Or good show. Yeah. Um, and, and but we, it turns out that was Micah. Yeah. And then like our paths crossed periodically throughout the last couple of years. And we've worked together on and off through like a lot of things. Really. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Micah is not just a magician. He's also a fabulous actor. We've put him in tons of tons and tons of different things. Yeah. Um, we've also seen him in tons and tons He's of different things. He's a great playwright. Um, wrote a wonderful play you. called... Plus one, which was so cool. Uh, I love how, like, you broke the fourth wall, but like in like a very, very cool way. Uh, yeah, Thank you. it was just really, really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That, that Sorry, a lot. I was. Yeah, you guys were there from the beginning. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mike is yeah <laughs> not not just an actor. I actually discovered his website. 
Micah, Micah Uh I didn't discover it. I've seen it several times. Uh, it looks great, though. It's definitely been <laughs> Thanks, updated. Um, but it was uh, one thing I definitely wanted to ask you about, because um, I've been a huge Magic fan uh, since I was a fucking kid. And we used to go to Vegas all the time um, for family vacations and shit. And I saw, you know, Lance Burton and Penn and Teller yeah. and... Um, Oh my God, uh, Jesus! He's been there for years. Uh, holy shit, David, David Copperfield. Copperfield. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I've seen, seen David Blaine, Chris Angel. Um, saw like so many uh, great performers. So I was like really, really into it to the point where I would yeah. like perform magic shows for my my parents and shit. I feel like every little kid had a magic kit at some point. I or, think it's I think it's a good thing. Or it's just cool you know? kids like you and me. That's true. I because so. I ha- I definitely <laughs> yeah. had one. For but a while. I, but I remember um, having my favorite trick was the I found out later on in life was the Johnny Carson uh, mind reader trick, like where, the envelope. Where, yeah, where he reads oh. the envelope or whatever. He, oh yeah, when, that's when a classic. I, when I fucking found out about that, that just blew my fucking mind. Especially because the first time you know you do it for somebody that you know that hasn't watched Johnny Carson, <laughs> you know, right. is like right. holy shit! How the fuck did he know that? You know, it's <laughs> like, but then you know when you get that like feeling from somebody that you're literally blowing their fucking mind, like that's a cool feeling. Like that's yeah. And it, I always wondered, like, is that part of what got you into it too oh wow um mostly it was uh to get girls to notice me nice. and uh, and one one day it's gonna work <laughs> you know, 20, 25 years i've been waiting professionally one day it's gonna pay off brother the world's longest uh, magic trick <laughs> yeah yeah right talk about a long con <laughs> jesus um but but no you're you're absolutely right i know exactly what you're talking about um it I'm constantly torn between the wonder of it all and dying to know what the secret is at the same time. Do you know what Uh, I mean? uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I love mysteries. I love puzzles. I love magic. I love knowing the secret. And then I also love not knowing the secret, exactly what you were describing. I I felt that way as a kid and I feel the same way now. That's interesting. So you're able to play a magician and audience member, uh, at will, which is, a really cool thing because um, yeah. some, some people like <laughs> I hate to say this Tia but Tia took some magic classes and then after we watch magic shows sometimes she'll be like I know how that's done well I like <laughs> like okay like I hate now I'm gonna like I'm gonna brag a little bit like I am very smart <laughs> right. yes no that has a lot to do with it for no sure, yeah. I, I'm observant and I can usually watch especially big stage magic, I can usually watch it and be like, oh, that's part of this trick and that trick. And like, I can usually deduce how they've done a portion of it. But when I'm like, wowed, when like, when I'm fooled, I'm very impressed. Uh, But, but I'm also not unimpressed when I figured out how the trick is done, because there's a lot more to doing a trick than you know, deceiving someone. Like, even when I know how the trick is done, there's still a lot more to it that I can appreciate and really be entertained by. Uh, You know, and, like, even if I understand it, like, the person sitting next to me doesn't get it. And, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I And I like sitting there and, like, using my brain to, like, 
pick apart how it was done. And like, when I find out, like when I like get to that aha moment, like it actually makes me feel really good. So it's not like I'm like, Oh, I figured it out. Womp womp. It's like, (laughs) it's like a great feeling, you know? So I love magic. I love knowing how the trick is done and also not knowing like the same, you know, like just like how you said. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Uh, thanks for not giving it away to everybody else. We appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing uh, I, I always uh, wanted to uh, know more about because obviously none of my other nine-year-old friends in the magic community um, really had what? any. What? Uh, that sounded so creepy. <laughs> you hilarious. need to explain that. I was actually nine at the time. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wasn't. I also, I wasn't I also 23. Love how, how you launched into your autobiography and you said, hey, you know, back when we were fucking kids. And I was like, do you really want to put it that way? Is, is that how you want to say it? Back, but that's okay. Uh, you know, backing we can, up we can to clean when it up we were fucking. <laughs> I don't want to say that either. <laughs> But no, but no, yeah. So that's definitely a a question. I'm sure that's on a lot of people's. um, Because do you do you remember um, in the '90s when the Masked Magician came out? Um, Oh yeah, it was like a big thing on Fox, and he was revealing all these tricks that you know performers were. Yeah, lots of performers were using. These were kind of standards. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about somebody giving away? the secrets you know is there like a like a phone that's in your place that's dedicated to like a magic line that you just like, like the, the vatican the magic right? <laughs> like it's happening yeah we again. pick it up in the commissioners exactly the yeah we slide down the magic hole and we get into the, the magic mobile the magic um, mobile. <laughs> um yeah that's that's a good question and you know we're you mentioned it was in the 90s, but even today, we're still struggling with that issue, with that controversy. Um, I, I had a magic student on Zoom just the other day, and she screen shared with me. This, like, I think you mentioned that you were about nine when you started magic. Is that right, Pat? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this kid is, is seven or eight, about that age. And she during the Zoom meeting, she screen shared with me one of those um, mass magician videos. And like you say, this was back in the 90s, and she showed this to me just the other day. So Whoa. it's still around. It's still haunting us, and we have to <laughs> face it. And, uh, yeah, it on, on the one hand, well, there are lots of things to say about it. Uh, I, As you guys know, I do mostly close-up, some parlor, mm-hmm. uh, mentalism, that kind of thing. So it didn't affect me directly, but the stage magicians were pissed, as you can imagine. I, I bet, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, however... Uh, it goes back to what Tia was saying. The the other issue was that it does reduce magic in the minds of the muggles as a mere secret. So I, I've seen this among a lot of muggles. Once they either have discovered the secret or think they've deduced the secret, they pat themselves on the back and they are no longer impressed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's I'm the still impressed. conundrum of, of people... <laughs> Once they once they learn the trick, they're no longer impressed, mm-hmm. and uh, that can happen with a lot of people. So I salute you, Tia, for being not that. For <laughs> like, e- like even when you learn the secret or think you know the secret, you can still appreciate the art and craft of it all. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people, when they saw this special, Pat, to get back to your question, 
it did reduce it to just knowing a secret. And a lot of people just sitting on their butts watching this show congratulated themselves on how they now understood the secrets to all these things. And as Tia was saying, magic is so much more than that. Yeah. So the problem was really twofold, uh, and we're still dealing with it today. Uh, the other side of the same coin, if you will, is that a lot of people would argue, well, it got magic out there. It got people talking about it, excited about it. And that actually helps magic, even if they are exposing the secrets. Mm -hmm. So it's a very controversial thing that we're still talking about today. Yeah. That, that's interesting. I, I also thought that, um, it, I guess it, in, you know, in, on a positive note, maybe it would um, help magicians that were maybe doing these same tricks, you know, to do, be more creative with hi hiding it, you know, I guess. Yeah. But it's also well, like, yeah, man, what a big fuck you. Like, man, I would just... <laughs> Yeah. Like also, I remember when they had the episode where he finally revealed himself. Like, was yeah. there like a? Well, he you know, wasn't like, even like a magician, wasn't he? Like just some like dancer that they had hired. Well, he was a magician, but he. I think people were expecting like, yeah, David I didn't know who he was. Like, no, everyone was did. like, who is but, this guy? But, when they, but I remember when the narrator's like, and it's blah blah blah, the blah blah blah, and we're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> But also, that's, I mean, that got him famous, Yeah, you know? That got right. him yes, his little 15 minutes or whatever. He was probably, you know... I I mean, like, when I've seen some magic, I've seen some elements of the things that I've seen on that show, but most magicians are, uh, you know, most magicians are taking these tricks and making them their own. So, yeah, maybe there's an element of a traditional trick, but the whole thing about it is to make it different and your own and even i don't know even if like you do know how the trick is done there's a whole lot more to like the fact that you're able to get up on stage you know and even just yeah. be up there without shitting yourself is already like <laughs> a feat you know and then this is coming from someone who like fucking has a panic attack like every like i've been in a fucking bunch of performances and i still have panic attacks constantly yeah. you know so you know i i did magic like i wouldn't even say that i did magic i did magic for like a week and i couldn't cut it so <laughs> you know well, i don't know i don't know i've seen you play the castle more than once and you got a you got a tight set there sister girlfriend <laughs> oh you, yeah you have a good show you did, um, you did have a little set that we did on Venice. Oh, no, Beach, we went to Venice actually. and I did magic right after learning it because I was like, oh, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to go down to Venice. And I made $11. Uh, <laughs> um, and do you remember when I fucked up the trick in front of people? Yeah. And they felt so bad they for me. They were so nice about it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was halfway through this trick and I already could tell that I had fucked it up. I had done something wrong. I couldn't. I think you said that too. Like, and, and I stopped I and I was like, up the trick. and I told them, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I fucked this trick up, guys. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And like I remember the girl audibly went, Oh <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And that's where the first tip came. And that was like the first and last <laughs> day I ever tried to do magic on my own and now my magic kit is in the closet like collecting to, dust. To be fair though, <laughs> Venice isn't really forgiving on anyone's first day. She forgave me. She was like Aw. No, I meant like, <laughs> I didn't mean actually forgive me. <laughs> I thought <laughs> 
She forgave wow. me. Wow. That's hilarious. I, I had no idea. What was the trick? Do you remember? Was it uh, the three-card Monty? No, no, three-card Monty is easy. Like, say, that's, yeah. you know, you can't wow. fuck that up. Uh, oh, it wow. was okay. the one... Oh, I can't even remember. I had, like, three tricks. Like, I know I had one where I, like, turned the whole deck red. Uh, I had three-card Monty, which was, like, when I had nothing, that's what I would go to. Uh, I had a rope trick, and then uh, I had the little bunnies, you know, the foam bunnies, you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so it was more than three tricks, I guess I had. Uh, I don't remember. I remember it had something to do with counting, and I'm, like, being terrible at math. And uh, I had to count out these cards, and I remember counting them out and, like, looking at the cards and being like, nope, this is not right. <laughs> And, like, at that point, like, I wasn't smart enough or, like, educated enough with magic to know how to fix it in real time that I just, like, you know. But, like, from being a waiter and from being, like, in customer service, like, I just went to just be honest with the guest. Just tell them what's going on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know? Because, like... I don't know. I've never gotten anywhere by lying to somebody. I just usually am like, you know what? Kitchen fucked up your food. It's going to come out in 20 minutes. I can yeah. get you the manager. You know, so I just told him, like, I I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? But, Good for you. That's great. Yeah, I know. I also, like, I'm also really adorable. So, like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Smart, I, adorable, and humble. Those yeah. Are so I can, about you, you know. Obviously, the girl that I was doing the trick for, like, felt sorry for me and, like, wasn't mad, <laughs> you know. Right. So, I made 11 bucks. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Go. This was embarrassing. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of tricks, I guess. I was joking. Um, so, <laughs> we were talking about, um, you You said that you, you actually mostly do, like, uh, strolling, like, close-up and close-up magic, which I saw uh, is, a, is a selection on your, on your oh, uh, website. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, you have done your homework. Yes, is, that's right. Is there a reason that you like doing close-up magic more, or are you just, you just good with your hands? Is this just another advertisement for the ladies? <laughs> yeah once again uh one day it's going to be a woman who notices but oh, thank you pat i appreciate that um <laughs> that's funny so uh, yeah as you can yeah well actually you've seen not only have you seen my close-up you've seen tia do close-up at the castle that's what i was referring to that's true earlier. oh yeah, yeah i have yeah, performed at the oh castle, yeah. i thought yeah. you got that earlier that's why. <laughs> Yes, Tia yeah, has I, I wasn't performed. I wasn't sure if that clicked, but Tia, don't forget, you've played for your friends at the castle at least once or twice. That's true. For the audience, yeah, you killed it. For the audience, this was this was not me actually being great at all. Maybe I shouldn't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm covering up my mouth right now, and it's picking up on the microphone because I'm so or, or not picking so up, yeah. horribly embarrassed. Um, <laughs> You were great, but yeah, uh, Pat, to answer your question, so you, you've seen the kind of work that I do, especially when I open for Tia at the castle that night. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I like the connection that close-up gives you. Um, I just enjoyed sitting back and watching T- what Tia was going to do next. I had no idea 
And uh, that kind of thing really excites me. And as you can guess, if you were to do the kind of magic that, say, uh, the mass magician was exposing, that requires thousands of dollars. And then you've got to hire at least two dancers. Damn. And then you've got to hire a sound and light crew yeah. to make sure everything is on cue and uh, not revealing anything or literally highlighting what you need to be highlighted. You've got to make sure you're on the proper stage. And then you've got to move all that crap. Um, and, and store it for the, you know, the following show, if it's say the next night or whatever, it's a nightmare. And I salute anybody who can pull that off mm -hmm. just financially, let alone the logistics of it all. Man, that, um, but that's how if, I felt, if you uh... understand a deck of cards like Tia did that night at the magic castle, you've got an <laughs> entire act. You know what I mean? That that's, yeah. that's interesting. That's how I felt, uh, when I first, uh, when, when I moved to LA making like hip hop music and then I would see like rock bands loading up. You know, oh. and they'd be loading up like giant drum sets, but going through the oh, tiniest man. hallways in these clubs and stuff, yeah. you know, and every time I would volunteer, like just to help them out, just because it's like, oh, man, you poor bastard. Like, I'm sure you guys will sound great, you know, but yeah, like knowing that it's like four hours of work before and after the show of like, lugging all this shit around. And you just like show up with a CD. <laughs> yeah, with a, yeah, with a DJ. Yeah, that's yeah, like, okay, yeah, just play like my you, shit. You can beatbox. You <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I always thought about that. Um, the only other thing I would mention, though, is with those big tricks, Micah comes an assistant sometimes. That assistant can be a lady. <laughs> right. The, the one time <laughs> women reach out. No, I'm sorry. Two times women reach out to me. And you guys have seen my play, so you already know number one. Uh, number one is they they say, hey, how how are you? And I'm like, oh, so you and your latest boyfriend want to come to the castle. That's the first time. That's the first reason <laughs> yeah. women uh, reach out to me. And the second one is, if you ever need an assistant, will you hire me? And do you promise to saw me in half? They all say it. I think I Pro said that to you when I first promise. met you. Oh, my fucking God. Yes, they all promise. say it. Tia, you were you are in good company. They oh, all God. I am so sorry. This is this is that turning I don't completely into understand. Yeah. But those are the two times that women reach out to me. Um, I was just saying it because I want to be sawed in half in a masochistic way, not, you know. Uh, <laughs> that might be a shared thing, too. Yeah. I mean, the amount of murder I shows have a death, right now. I have Netflix, a death wish. Um, that's that's oh hilarious. God. Uh, I'm so sorry. I mean, my face is okay. bright red that, right now. That is so funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that's hilarious. Um, so what would you, um, because I kind of we kind of got into like why why you got into the you know why you enjoy doing magic. I guess what's what keeps you in in the industry and like what's your least favorite part and like your favorite part of the of the industry. I'm I'm betting I could ask you the same question and you and I would come up with similar if not identical answers because mm. um, what you guys do and what I do to me aren't really that different you know what I mean that's true um, yeah. so so for instance when you guys go out and do your wonderful tours you're telling stories and you're hoping that people get caught up in the moment and at the same goddamn time, you're dealing with all the traffic on Hollywood Boulevard and the drunks and all the distractions. 
and you hope that people won't flake and you hope that you get good reviews and even on a great tour they can give you like a shitty review and <laughs> oh uh, yeah you don't, you don't know sometimes you get a lousy crowd and you're just doing your best and you're doing your job and you know you're putting forward a, a good product but they're just not clicking mm-hmm. um and i everything that i just said applies to all your concert tours and my magic show do you know what i mean no that yeah. that's um, very true yeah yeah, so I, I don't see a whole lot of difference between what you guys do and what I do. The only difference is I've been told I'm very secretive. That's what I've been told. <laughs> so it does help to, to know the secret of the magic trick. And, of course, you have the prop to, as, as the vehicle. But, again, the prop is really the vehicle. Uh, I spend, as you know, I spend time storytelling, not unlike what you guys do. Mm-hmm. So um, all of my uh, favorite things about it, all my pet peeves, all of my hang-ups, uh, I'm betting they're identical to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely one of the most frustrating things. Is yeah, when you're the when you do when you not know, you know, but when you were like, I know I gave a good tour, or I gave a good this, you know, and then they're, oh, they're still yeah. like he didn't say this or we didn't go to this play or yeah. It's like, no, yeah. we definitely did that. I had a tour. Yes. I had a tour where I had 12 people and we got to the first stop. Then we go to the second stop and we're walking up Ivar from the Knickerbocker hotel. Uh, and I get to the top of the hill to turn around and tell people, Hey, we're going to turn the corner here. And I turn around and there's only two people behind me. No, what, like, wow, talk about a ghost story. What the hell happened? Uh, And then I look and I see, like, a couple people, I I see a couple people running across the street, like, running like they had to fucking get away from me. Uh, And then we got, like, some review, like, later on in the night that was like, this was not what they said it was going to be, you know? And I think some people think it's going to be a ghost hunt. They don't think it's going to be, like walking around looking at buildings and telling stories they think it's like a maze or a ghost hunt and the two people behind me like look at me and they're like we were having fun like we can we keep going and I'm like yeah and I'm like I guess it's a private tour now and those two people came back or the one girl came back three times for the tour you know she brought her mom she came back she brought another friend she was one of are a few repeat guests because most of them are tourists that come, you know, one time when they come to Hollywood. Um, speaking of the tour, actually, one of our most popular stops on the tour is the Magic Castle. And yeah. um, for our listeners that don't know, the Magic Castle is, um, yeah, definitely one of the most exclusive magic clubs in the world. I mean, you, you don't really hear of many, you know, magic clubs in general. Yeah. Um, we did but, talk about it on the podcast, so listen to that episode, guys. That's true. That's oh. true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll, that'll be coming out soon. Um, or maybe already did yeah. it already did by the uh, yeah. time we by the time we, this. This. <laughs> we don't know that we don't know we but about that. we'll see um, but uh, yeah the magic castle is uh originally built in or built for a man named roland b lane who's a big entrepreneur back in 1903 or 02 i believe um but eventually it was taken over by milton b uh, milton no, william larson uh william larson senior was the creator of the academy of magical arts so they basically made a house for the academy of magical arts and it became a 
private club uh, for magicians. Very and, swanky. Uh, very cool club. Very, very cool club. Very it still exclusive. exists today. Uh, in order to go inside, you have to be invited by a member or be a member yourself. Um, Micah is a, I guess, a, is the term resident magician? Is that? You do what, have a yearly show there. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like? Correct. It, well, it is true. Uh, I do have an annual show there, um, and I do have to fight for it every year. Um, just recently, they've upped the ante where now the board has to approve of my lineup wow. before I'm allowed to continue. Oh, who do I got to beat and, up, Micah? Wh- what's that? I said, who do I got to beat up? Oh, thank you, Tia. Once again, <laughs> you're a great pimp, Tia. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got to fight for it every year. There's never any guarantee that they will bring me back, but... Assuming it happens again this year, and even if it has to be on Zoom, I plan on doing it. Uh, this will be the 16th annual of uh, the, the show is called The Night of the Raven, and I've been doing it. Uh, assuming it will happen again, this will be the 16th year, the 16th time. 16? Yeah, you guys. Uh, well, I, I don't think it's going to be happening in the clubhouse this year, but some year you guys should come see it. I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I've unfortunately missed it a few well, times. I feel like every time I see it, it's gone. Sold out yeah, pretty it's quickly. Sold out, like by the time I get a check. Um, <laughs> yes, we're still looking for sponsors here. Hollywood's <laughs> haunted the podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Mike is a resident magician there at the Magic Castle, a uh, very, very exclusive magic club. Um, it's, yeah, it's got, I don't you know, maybe seven to eight different rooms inside of there. Some of them small rooms, some of them fit, uh, I think the biggest uh, stage is like 80 seats, I think, somewhere around there. Um, but that's if you come with the dinner, um, order with the, yeah, get dinner with it. I think if you, if you have to do that big stage, uh, but anyway, but so, um, very, very cool. It's kind of got a very, I don't know, creepy vibe for sure. I don't know if that was, you know, intentional, uh, or maybe, maybe. they just forgot to clean since 1902. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> no, it's a very swanky, gorgeous place. You have to be dressed to the nines in order to get in. And it's um, clean. And I, and I was that guy that I had to borrow a jacket my first time. And it smelled like a borrowed jacket, and it felt like a borrowed jacket. Yeah. But the place is gorgeous. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, oh, oh, you literally borrowed a jacket from the club when you arrived. Yeah, yeah with like the big because I didn't have. Uh, I think I would. I didn't think I had a jacket even. And it's um, got like a big Magic Castle logo on it, so everybody knows that you didn't come dressed properly. So you're, you're the jackass. <laughs> so the bartenders know that, like, oh, I'm probably gonna avoid you. You probably don't tip well. Yeah. <laughs> or you probably left your wallet in the jacket you were supposed to bring. <laughs> um, but yeah, very, very cool place. Uh, we talk about the Magic Castle on the tour because there's a few different resident ghosts um, that are in the area, or at least believed to be in the area. Um, one was a magician that passed away um, before a set. Uh, there's actually two magicians that passed away before a set there. Um, and then... There's uh, the ghost of Irma, who's a woman that plays the piano there. Um, that one's a little bit more of a bang for your buck ghost. I like to say that on the tour. Um, but <laughs> what are you? What are you and Irma doing? <laughs> <laughs> Banging for bucks. That's hilarious. Oh, uh, no, Irma is an invisible ghost there that plays the piano upon request, um, but she also takes tips there. Um, but yeah, so it's a very uh, creepy place. Me and Tia have been several times, mostly because we get cool invitations from Micah or she took classes there and you can bring people. Um, but yeah, we, we've never had like a 
personal ghost experience there. I think we've seen some like Halloween themed shows before. Um, uh, but nothing, nothing that we could say of, which is always a bummer being, you know, hosts, yeah. you know, Hollywood's haunted. But we're not ever there like after hours. Exactly. Anything, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Micah, do you have, I mean, since you've probably been there, you know, a hundred times more than we have, um, did you have any like any experiences like that or any, what, what is the creepiest experience you've had at the Magic Castle? If any. Let's say you get into the castle one night. Let's say Tia is performing again. Maybe I'm opening for her. And uh, you're able to get in the castle. If you approach any staff member, almost all of them have a ghost story of some kind. Something that, like Tia was saying, it's usually after hours. And uh, something happened or they saw something. They heard something that they, to this day they can't explain. Almost every staff member has a story like that. Now, for so uh, again, when Tia plays the castle, try to get in, and then just start approaching some staff members, and you'll see that I'm right. But um, what two of my favorite ghost stories? Uh, I'll start with the one that actually does involve me in my show. How much time we got left? We got like seven minutes. Uh, let me check with the producer. He says <laughs> seven, seven hours. Yeah. You know so we're good. we're good. Yeah, we probably won't get into my Queen Mary stuff, which is fine. No, that's that's, that's oh, next. That's oh, I'm next. I'm so anyway. sorry. I hope I wasn't talking too much. No. See, I do that. Are too we much. here? We have like I, an hour. I was joking. We have plenty. Of, I don't. I have no dead time line right now. How much time do you have, Micah? Ah, well, I um, I will tell you after this podcast. And thank you again for letting me be here. I didn't get to say that yet. I should have said that. Thank oh, you for letting me be here. No problem. I do have to tell you that after this podcast, I have a private Zoom magic lesson with oh, yeah. a Hollywood celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I. I don't want to say her name uh, on air. I will say she's been known to play the castle oh. from time to time. Oh, okay. uh, Is it Ava so, Longoria? So that's really my only uh, my only commitment after this. So whatever <laughs> okay. you guys need. Nice, do perfect. You, do you, since we're close to an hour, would you want to cut after this, or do you want me to get into the Queen Mary stuff? Because what, what do you want to do? I know you wanted to talk about what the you, Queen Mary. Did you want to talk um, about that? I don't know. It's up to you. We got time. It's only 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll tell you two stories, and I'll try to make it quick. So uh, the first one uh, does relate to this show that you were kind enough to ask about uh, called The Night of the Raven. So, uh, oh, and uh, Pat, you were kind enough to mention some of the theaters there, and you're right. Uh, There are at least seven to eight theaters within the castle, sometimes of scheduled shows, sometimes of impromptu shows. And there's one theater in the castle called the Peller Theater, named after the uh, a, a guy who was a supporter of, of the castle and the Academy of Magical Arts. And they named the theater after him called the Peller Theater. And this is where, uh, over the last 16 years, I've, I've done the show a number of times. Well, this was back in the beginning of The Night of the Raven, uh, somewhere around, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago. I was doing the show in the Peller and you guys know this, uh, Tia, you've been on stage so many times as much as you have panic attacks. You know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is a very L.A. thing where you're on stage and you are completely blind except for the spotlight drilling holes in your, into your corneas. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, if you look down at, at the carpet, it's darkness, 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 darkness. Oh, my God, the light. I'm blind. And then you keep looking up darkness, darkness, darkness. And, and that's how they light everything up here. <laughs> oh. So... Uh, I'm, I'm in, in the Peller, 
And that's exactly how they lit it. Darkness, darkness. I'm lying! Darkness, darkness. So it doesn't matter where my eyes go. I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> so I'm talking to the audience. I'm also the MC of this show. So I remember talking to the audience and introducing the next act, the whole thing. Well, while this was happening, and I found this out after the fact, um, there was a magician who used to frequent the Magic Castle, and his name was Jules Lanier. And when I say frequent, I, I use the term very loosely. He was known for two things. One, for his prolific contribution to the art. He's all over the Magic Castle library, and I've studied some of his stuff, and the guy was pretty brilliant. Mm. And the second thing he was most known for was he would, he would drive up to the castle and then stand outside the castle and in the same spot and smoke all night and bitch about the magicians inside the castle that he refused to come in and support. <laughs> and, yeah, and then and then it would be time to go home, so he would get back to his car or his ride or whatever and go back home, and he would repeat this process night after night. And he always did it in the same spot, and it got to the point where eventually the staff put up a little plaque on the wall where he would stand, and it said, the Jules Lanier Smoking Lounge. And to uh. us magicians, we got the inside joke. <laughs> so he would just stand there and smoke and bitch and smoke and bitch. So I'm doing the Night of the Raven, and... While, while I'm doing it, a friend of mine approaches Jules Lanier outside the castle where he's smoking and bitching. And she says, hey, I know this guy, Micah. He's doing the show inside. It's called The Night of the Raven. You should check it out. Now, again, I'm on stage. I don't know this is happening. She told me this after the fact. And apparently he replied with something like, Night of the Raven. And, oh, that sounds terrible. What is that? Was it a bird? What does that got to do with magic? Oh, why am I even here? This is terrible. And she said, no, no, no. Uh, it's a fun show. You should come check it out. And again, he says, I'm like, oh, it sounds, why am I even here? Why are you talking to me? Oh, these, these people are hacks. Something like that. <laughs> somehow, this woman, my friend, still convinced him to come inside and check out my show. And again, she told me this after the fact because... While I was on stage being blinded by the light, that's catchy, by the way. It should be a, a top 40 hit. Yeah. I'm totally blind, but I can see these two shadows in the inky darkness, and one, definitely a woman going, excuse me, excuse me. The other, with definitely a smoker's voice going, excuse me. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And I, know, I now know it was them, because uh, I couldn't see a damn thing, but I now know she convinced this guy, Jules Lemieux, to come in and sit down and watch my show. That's crazy. He died just a few days later. And when I tell people this story, they always say the same thing. Wow, your show killed Jules Lanier. I'm like, no, fuck you. It was the cancer. <laughs> so, so now I get to say fun things like, fuck you. I hope it was the cancer. I get uh. to say that during my own story. That's always fun. <laughs> So anyway, so he died a few days after my show, which means not only was I one of the few times he entered the Magic Castle, I think I was the last thing he saw there. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. So anyway, I promise there's a point to all this. <laughs> different, two different staff members, and this is why I brought up the staff members earlier. Two different staff members have told me this, corroborated it. I'm pretty sure it's true. Two different staff members have told me they've seen ever since then, since his death, They've seen Jules Lanier shuffle through the halls of the castle, and he's on his way to the Peller Theater. Oh, crazy. Yeah. He's now, coming for you, then, Micah. And you, guys would, you guys would love this. There's a guy who specializes in the ghost stories of the Magic Castle. Oh, yeah? And for one, yeah. For one night only, this was, I don't know, like half a decade ago, about the time I met you guys, 
he gave a ghost tour of the castle, kind of like what you guys do for the entire city of Hollywood. He did it for the castle for one night only. He's never done it since, as far as I know. Wow. And he told me that there was, speaking of secrecy, there was a second lesser known smoking area just past the Peller Theater. I found this out later during his tour. So it's entirely possible the ghost of Jules Lanier is walking down the hallways, passing the Peller Theater, <laughs> sticking out the middle finger and going, screw you, Magic Boy, I'm getting another smoke. And completely <laughs> passing the Night of the Raven to get another cigarette. But I like my story, my version of the story better. He's coming to see me. That's so anyway, hilarious. Oh my that's God. awesome. <laughs> that's He's going that's from one smoking section to and the then, other. Um, do we do we have uh, this is much shorter? Do we have time for? A oh second? yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so my favorite ghost story of all time it didn't happen to me, but it was corroborated by different people. They swear this is true. So there's a Houdini seance room in the Magic Castle where they put on a Victorian style seance where you and your guests attempt to contact the spirit of Houdini. It's a lot of fun. And in the beginning of the seances, they had the same medium. Uh, do it all the time. Since then, they've had more than one. But in the beginning, it goes the same guy. And he did a seance, conducted a seance one night, and it was a big success, as they always are. And everybody laughed and got out and left. But a couple of people stuck around. And according to the story, it was a couple, like maybe a husband and wife. They said, hey, we really wanted to thank you. We really enjoyed that experience. And he said, uh, great, I'm, I'm so glad. And then they said, but our favorite part was the girl. And he looked at them and he said, yeah. They said, yeah, we liked it. We loved it all. It was great. But how you made that girl appear. And then she was standing behind you. And, you know, kind of looking over your shoulder. Oh, my God. It gave us chills. Don't tell us how you did it. What? And he said, what? yeah, he said, okay, I won't. And they <laughs> said, anyway, it was great. Thank you. And they leave. So you can guess where I'm going with this story. There is no girl in oh, the seance. Shit. He had lost his daughter in a, from what I was told, a car accident just a few days prior to this. Oh my he didn't God. mention this to anybody, including the attendees of the seance. And they described her, not knowing that, that this had happened to this man. They described her down to what she was wearing. Jesus. Yeah, so there was, there was no room for debate. They were talking about the daughter he had lost. Wow, And that's whether crazy. you believe in ghosts or not, that's just a kick-ass story. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's my favorite ghost story, uh, and it has been corroborated by other people. Apparently, it actually happened. Wow, that's crazy. That, yeah. That's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially when you come up with uh, people's real connections to to uh, someone that passed so recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. That's it, wild. it just it gives me chills. And again, what whatever really happened, whether you believe in ghosts or not, it's just such an incredible story. I thought you guys would appreciate that. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for stopping by, Micah. We're definitely going to do another you. episode yeah. with you. We'll um, have you back pretty yeah, for, soon, hopefully. And, and yeah, for anybody that, um, um, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, they, fuck yeah. If you're in Switzerland and you need to book Micah the Magician, you're going to go to micahthemagician.com. Um, I think he has like a, a certain, like, you know, 
stipend he needs in order to get out to Switzerland. Like, just green M&Ms But on hey, the plane. you could do, uh, you know, a Zoom lesson with him, right? You do no, that. Old, and I mean, yeah. You can yeah. There. Performance. He's great with kids. You know. Strolling, yeah. close-up magic, parlor, stage magic, haunted house calls, lessons, and he hosts and MCs quite a lot, actually. That was a, that was a big ass list. When yeah, I picked on that. And he's a great actor. He does great voiceover work as well. Yeah. Oh, he... did you hear it? Did I did. I, I did hear your Christmas Carol. It was fantastic. Oh my God! I am honored. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. That's so cool, man. Um, but yeah, so yeah, thank you for visiting Hollywood's Haunted the Podcast. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, thank you again, Micah. Thanks, Micah. Love you guys. Thank you. It's such a pleasure.